All right, and welcome, everybody, to the Rocky Top Insider Press Pass Podcast. My name is Rick Butler. Here for you today, we have a little bit of a special episode, so I'll get right to it. This is our collection of Tennessee basketball media day interviews from Tuesday afternoon in Knoxville. We got to talk to a lot of different players. We got to talk to a lot of different coaches, and here it all is for you. Now, this is going to be over an hour long, so there might be parts you want to listen to. There might be parts that you want to skip. You can go ahead and look for time codes below in the description so that you can go and find your favorite interviews from it. But here's what we have ahead. Assistant coach Rod Clark, associate head coach Justin Ganey, transfer forward Dalton Connect, freshman Cade Phillips, Tobey Awaka, Jonas Adu, Zakai Ziegler, and Jemai Meshek. We have it all for you here today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Tennessee Basketball Media Day 2023. I guess just to start, Rod, what did you learn about this team on the Italy trip? Oh, man. Shoot. I, I think, you know, learned a lot just about every guy on the team, um, just kind of their mannerisms, uh, the things that make them tick, um, how tight-knit this group could be. I think more than anything, it was about learning about these guys outside of the basketball, just kind of the things that they enjoy, how comfortable they are, laid back, kind of kicking it with each other. And I think that was a good time for us to do that. Uh, Basketball-wise, man, just honestly, I just was able to see what I already knew from off-the-court experiences that we were really unselfish. Um, and I definitely felt like we were going to have a chance to be really good. You know, college teams, well, I don't know how long, but it seems like foreign trips have been a thing for a long time. Is it more beneficial now just because of the transfer portal and how many new pieces there are on teams year in, year out? Yeah, I, I think for sure, for sure. Well, we got six new guys. Um, they all, uh, you know, give us something different than we've had. Uh, they're different than guys that we lost. Um, I think it was so beneficial for this team just because, you know, we we brought back a core, but we brought in another group of guys that need to be within that core. So as much time spent together where it was leisure time and time for them to learn each other on the floor, learn each other off the floor was always going to be really important. With JP and the the finger injury, when did that happen? And y'all have any sort of timetable? It happened in practice. It was one of those things that, like, happened, and he kept practicing, didn't know any different. Uh, Then we found out that he fractured. Um, But, yeah, it, it, it definitely sucks because for a freshman, especially a big guy, you know, big guys always come along slow, so they need every single rep they can have. You know, you go back to oh, high, high looking at Tobey from last year to now, and it's a dramatic difference, and all it was was reps, man. Like, even him going to Team USA, it was, it was reps. So JP needs every last one of those he can get. So it kind of sucks because he's not been available since the start of practice. But he's, from what I've heard, he should be back later on this week. Um, hopefully um, things are progressing the right way, and when he gets back, it's going to be big for him to get right back on the floor. Kind of on the reverse of that, how the opportunities that's presented for Cade, uh, how important has that been, and how have you kind of seen him run with that? Yeah, no, it's been good because, you know, he had to miss all summer with the shoulder, um, so it set him back a little bit. But ever since he's been able to, you know, be full contact, be a part of practice, and uh, gather all those reps that, that were left behind, uh, he, he's done a really good job, man. He's, he showed his value as far as him being a really active rebounder, playing with a lot of energy, um, being a, a springy athletic big for us, which, um, you know, he – his athleticism and movement is reminiscent of like a focus as far as his activity, but his toughness and his grit is, is, is important for us. Um, and as far as our identity, he matches it. 
How much do you anticipate Jonas and Tobey playing together? Oh, I think it depends on the game. I think they definitely will. You know what I mean? Because the thing about the um, the, the Jonas and Tobey uh, tandem is kind of like it, it works well because offensively and defensively they're two different positions. Whereas you know, offensively, Tobe is more that ducky and guy that plays around the rim and is the, the force. And Jonas is a skilled guy that can play make on the perimeter and, and make some shots and things like that. So Jonas is more like the four offensively. And then when you go on defense, Jonas is the big-time rim protector at the five. And Tobe is the multi-positional, versatile defender that can guard every position at the four. So they balance each other out really well. Um, so, you know, I think that we'll see some time with them playing together, especially when we play Play teams like AM, stylistically, gonna play two bigs, um, things like that. But, um, you know, we'll have some versatility with lineups for sure. You kind of hit on it there. It didn't feel like Tobey played much five, at least defensively, last year. How big of a transition is that for him, and kind of how is he coming along defensively? Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, it's been different. Um, it's been great for him, honestly, because him playing the five, man, like with Tobey, you, you feel comfortable switching off all positions. Um, he's kind of excelled. And, or I'm sorry, he's grown like, in being a rim protector. We've seen him in practice. He's done a good job of kind of trying to seal up the room, block some shots. Obviously, he's going to be a high-level rebounder. Um, but he's trying to build on his versatility. Um, and I think the experience he had over the summer really helped him. But he's definitely a factor where if he plays a five, I still think that we're a really good bunch. It was noticeable right away, obviously, the rebounding first and then yeah. just a good touch around the rim. Yeah. How much has he grown as an offensive player having multiple kind of moves around the rim? Man, um, his growth has, has been I, – I don't even know what I can say. It's, it's – what is something about daunting? It's been like in a great way, in the, in the most respectful, great way. Uh, he's been really good, man. He's grown ever since he got here. I think from his feel and IQ has improved. Um, his ability to play make on the perimeter with you know dribble handoffs and, and slips to the rim and just understanding and learning the game. You know, like I said, for for bigs, especially young bigs, so much of it is just reps. You know what I mean? Jonas, the dude needed him when he came in. Um, Tobey obviously needed him a ton when he came in. J.P. Estrella's going to need him. K. Phillips is going to need him. Like, big guys really, really need reps. They really need reps. And so, um, for him, he's grown everyone he's taken, and I think has put his game on another level. And obviously, playing over the summer has definitely helped. How would you describe his personality? Tobey is, if you know him, he's, he's goofy. He's laid back. Likes to have fun. Um... He doesn't take himself too serious as, as much as people think. <laughs> if he doesn't know you, he can be quiet. He can be reserved. Um, he's, but he's a gentle giant. Like Tobe is a great guy. He's my wife's favorite player. <laughs> like he's, you know, when Zara sees him, she thinks he's a big ogre. She could play him. But um, yeah, no, he's great though, he, and he's a great teammate more than anything. Great teammate. So he's passionate. He plays with a lot of passion. Um, plays really hard. Uh, so yeah. There was, I don't know, maybe a picture. Someone's social media team tweeted out during the trip, and he's, like, reading some, like, Russian literature. That's uh, totally. Yeah, like, how yeah. – I've been told he's, like, one of the smartest guys, book smart on the team. Yeah. Like, how different is that side of him to what you see on the court and kind of the quiet, reserved person? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like all to ego. It's like all to ego. Like, Tobe out of high school had a 4.7 GPA. Um, you know, this is a guy that had, like, all Ivy League schools, you know, at one point. So Tobe is is a scholar first. He's um, 
you know, ex- extremely exquisite. Um, he's very, very bright. Uh, likes to learn, you know, yep. which has been great for him, even as a basketball player, because he wants to learn. He wants to be really good. Um, but he, he, he takes – he doesn't take himself serious, but he takes what he learns very serious. But then, you know, when he plays basketball, he's like this big physical wrecking ball that doesn't care who's in the way. He's going to grab every rebound and be physical and and bring this force to, to our program that we need. But his identity on and off the floor as a person and as a player is like a perfect fit, perfect fit. Between Jemai, Josiah, Dalton, how – intriguing exciting is the small ball lineups y'all can run and yeah. the different type of things you can throw it versatility you can throw it at just from different small ball type yeah lineups. no this, this team in my you know this is going on my third year here i think this is the most versatility that we've had with lineups it's the most depth that we've had uh this is the most shooting that we've had this is the most uh playmaking that we've had and it's great because a lot of these guys that have been in the program have gotten so much better so with the new guys that we've added, you know, like I, I say we added six guys to our program and five of them are extremely offensively gifted. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and the other one is still growing in that area and is going to be gifted in that. So, like, Jamai is a guy that can, you know, him and Josiah have played one through four in this program. Um, started big games at every position in the program. Yeah. Um, they know every position, off whether it be offensively and defensively. So, it's it's kind of easy to kind of put them in and, and plug them in and play. Um, and then you know with Dalton, he's offensively he's unreal. You know, and I think people are gonna uh, our fans are gonna love him. Um, people around the country are gonna see how good he is because people people know he's good. They don't know how good he is because he played in Colorado. Nobody really saw. But our versatility within our lineups, uh, it's exciting, man. It's exciting for us as coaches, and there's so many things we feel like we can do to where. Um, any situation in the game, we feel like we're prepared for it. How far is Dalton away from being where y'all want him to be defensively, especially at the four spot? Uh, you know, man, he's uh, he's got some work to do, but he's he's been getting better. He's getting better every day. Um, guarding a four, man, a lot of it, I think, it just takes uh, a lot of knowing where you're supposed to be, um, not giving up ground. And, you know, in the SEC, man, it's not a lot of teams that play traditional four, man, if we're being honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got the Texas a and of the world that will. Um, you know, I can't remember who else off the top of my head, maybe Kentucky, but most guys are going to run out with um, a 6-7, big wing at the four. Um, and so for us, we feel like we can match that, especially with him because he's super athletic. Um you know, I think for him, he's having to do something that he has not had to focus on a ton in the past. Um, and I know when we first got him, everybody was like, oh, how's he going to play there? Because, you know, defensively, that's what they're about. And, you know, people got to remember, he adds a different dimension to our team. You know, we were the number one team in the country in defense last year. But, you know, I, I think it was 56 offensively. So he still brings something that we desperately needed. Um, but that doesn't mean that he's going to lack on the other end. You know, we, we tell Dalton we need him to be extremely solid. Like Damian Lillard had an interview with the Bucks, and he was talking about how I became a serviceable defender year in and year out in the league. That's what we want Dalton to get, just compete. Kind of lead me into a broad question I have, big picture question. At least since you've been here, really multiple years, probably going back before that, it's been a consistent top 25 program because it's elite defensively. And y'all have 
personnel-wise seemingly addressed uh, to try to be better offensively. How do you balance trying to push more, find more offensively without losing that defensive identity? Yeah, I think that for us, man, like we're always going to be who we are. Like we're a tough, hard-nosed defensive group that wants to make sure that we don't give anything up easy. We're going to compete at a high, high, high level defensively. And then offensively, man, like we, we got some firepower. So a lot of times I say this, like people don't understand how tough it is to be a consistent, brutal, driven defensive group when you're not scoring a lot of points. Yeah, It's hard to stay focused on that because a lot of teams only defend when they score. You know what I mean? So for us, you, we, we look at it like this. If we're scoring baskets and we're running good offense and we're defending at a high level, that's going to make our defense a little easier. It's going to be less pressure on our defense because we're scoring the ball a lot better. Uh, so that's always going to be us naturally. That's who we are. But offensively, we're looking forward to, you know, being able to grind out games and also win some shootouts as well. Where is Freddie at? as a being an effective offensive player when the ball's not in the sense. Yeah, he's growing. He's growing, man. Like, the thing with this group is that we have guys that are playing so many different positions that are having to do things that they've never done before because the reality and, and the great gift that we have is we got a lot of shot makers. We got a lot of guys that offensively can do some different things. We have a lot of guys that are adjusting to different roles. Um, and so they're growing in every area every day of the game. But the good thing about this group is everybody's been receptive. Uh, everybody is focusing and like really trying really hard to get better every day, especially in some things that they know can help the team. Um, I think our, our heads are in the right place right now with that. So Freddie's growing in that area. He's by no minutes, uh, or he's by no, like, at all, he's not a finished product. Um, but he's getting better. And I think that the Freddie we see now, compared to the guy we'll see early January, is going to be two completely different guys, um, which is good because I know he's growing, and I know he wants to be really good. Rick told us that Freddie reminds him a lot of where Kennedy was at this time and two years ago. Where are What are the similarities between the two at this point? Uh, you know, both highly regarded, both really talented, both um, came in very comfortable with their game um, and what they bring to the table and wanting to get better but not knowing exactly what they need to get better at. Uh, so he's been growing in that area just like Kennedy was every single day, uh, kind of having to take some of that tough love from Coach, but also Coach putting his arm around him and helping him become better, um, understanding film study, uh, understanding how to make this well-oiled machine keep churning. You know, um, Like Fred will tell you, naturally, you know, scoring is, that's what he does, you know, but making sure he gets guys involved, making sure everybody's clicking when he's clicking um, and continuing to grow in that area is, is always going to be important for him. Oh, can't complain. Glad basketball season's back. <laughs> yeah, got a couple more weeks. Yeah, a couple let's, more let's weeks. Keep enjoying football, man. Let's keep enjoying football. <laughs> that's right. I love the football season. October, best, best month, best sports month of the year. Yeah. Maybe March for the basketball. March for sure. March and October are one, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, what would you say you learned about this team in the Italy trip? Man, um, I learned that, you know, we have a versatile group. We have a deep group. We got a lot of guys. You know, we got a lot of guys that can play. Um, you know, I think we're versatile. We, we, we have a lot of different lineups we can play, I think. Um, 
you know, and, and where we don't really have a drop off, yeah. you know. And so you learn that. I learned we can score basketball. Like I think, you know, we can put a different array of guys that can score the ball in different ways. If we need shooting, we got shooters. If you need some guys to get to the rack, we we got some guys to get to the rack. If we need something inside, we got somebody going. Like I, I think we can score on every you know, on, on every level um, at, at a high high level. You talk about the versatility, specifically between Jemiah, Josiah, Dalton, three guys that can all play to four. How much versatility does that give you in not only being able to play small, but kind of different ways to play small? Yeah, no, it, it does. It, it, it really does because that position, um, you know, in, in our system is, is important. It's, it's a decision-making um, position, and it's also with those three guys – um, hopefully create some type of mismatch at that position. And to have three guys that kind of um, can be equally as effective in different ways is, is valuable. How much do you guys anticipate Jonas and Tobey playing together this year? Man, that's a good question. I think, you know, depending on the matchup, depending on what, what each each game calls for, you know, each game calls for something different, yeah. you know. And um, if, it, if it calls for... You know, bigger lineup, more physicality, more, um, you know, we need to, you know, really impact the paint or impact the backboard, and I, I could see those guys in there together. And so I, I think for us it's, it's just based on uh, what we need at that time. And the biggest thing we, we get across to the guys, like, everybody got to be ready. Like, you know, you, you, you got to be ready. You never know when, when your time is going to be called. And, you know, as our motto, Enom, it's not about me, like, this team has a chance to do something special, you know, and the only way we don't is if egos kind of get in the way, if, if guys lose focus on what's what's the main thing. And, and um, this group, to a man, they've done a great job keeping that vision clear, pulling together in the same direction, and, and cheering for each other, you know, and regardless of what's going on now. Again, we hadn't played a, game, a real game yet, so yeah. you know how that, that act goes, but um, you know, right now, guys, you know, everybody's saying the right thing. We're doing the right thing. I, and, I, and I believe it. I, I, I do believe it. Like, you know, Joe and, and Santi came back for one thing and one thing only. And that's, a, that's to try to make it to the Final Four, try to win the national championship. And so uh, with those two guys leading the group and, and you know, willing to sacrifice whatever they have to, uh, you know, I think, it, you know, it, the vision gets even clearer for the rest of the guys. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but it feels like Tobey didn't really play to five and he almost predominantly to four last season. Mm-hmm. How have you seen him grow in the five, playing the five and particularly on the defensive side? Yeah, I mean, because our four and five defensively, you know, for the most part, it's, it's just drastically different. And so um, he's grown. He's still continuing to grow in that position. Um because of, you know, you're going to be in, I don't know, 45, 50 ball screens a game. Yeah. And at that position, there's not a lot of switch. And you got to have a great feel of, you know, when your guard's getting back in front, you know, where to impact the ball. Um, if he does get clipped, what's your different calls? All of that stuff, you know, you, you're kind of the anchor of the defense, the center of the defense. And so... Uh, it's a progression he's got to make, you know, and, and we don't expect it to happen overnight. He's getting better, uh, but there's still room for growth in there. So he, he's he's growing, he's growing, but he's not where we want him to be yet. But I, I have no doubt he's going to get there. 
full minute to the offensive side with him from the minute he stepped on campus. The rebounding and the touch around the rim were very evident. How have you seen him kind of add to his repertoire uh, this, over this summer? Yeah, you know what? He's been able to expand the, the range, you know. Like I thought early on, he had to be two feet in the paint, go up and finish yeah. would be the only way he could kind of – he would get it. But now you're seeing him catching off the block, have a little game off the block, whether it's, um, you know – getting to the middle and to a getting two feet in the paint to a finish or even uh, finishing you know on the block or off off the block so you've seen him grow with with the range in his low in his low post package how would you describe his personality um toby's funny he, he he's he, he's a funny dude like once you get to know him he has a uh, a subtle uh kind of quiet humor to yeah. him um uh, you know, you wouldn't expect it, but then, you know, as you kind of you're around him more and he opens up more, you kind of see it. Like, I think if you ask his teammates, like, he'd be one of the funnier guys uh, on, on, on the team. So he's got a, a, a great personality. Uh, he's a great guy to hang around, great guy to be around. Um, and, and, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of neat to see because I mean, here he is, like, this big physical, like, you know, monster on the court. And yeah. then... You know, off he's just kind of got a little wittiness about him. From talking to him, some it seems like not only is he academically driven, but intellectually driven. Past yeah. his studies, how unique is that? Um, you know what I, I'd say. You're seeing more and more of that in in athletes. I, I think they understand. Like again, not to date myself, but you know, back in the day, it was like it was just all hoops, and guys really didn't. Uh, have uh, anything outside of any hobbies, anything, you know, it just was, man, I don't know what else I'll do if I don't hoop. Whereas nowadays you're seeing a more uh, complex athlete, a more, um, you know, uh, educated in the sense of like social issues, social matters, whether it's business, whether it's finance, whatever. You, you, you're seeing a, uh, an athlete that's more, uh, a lot more well-rounded yeah. uh, because of access to so much information, you know, because, I mean, you since your computer in your hand, you got access and info and everything, and, and, you know, with the with the new AI and the chat, GBT and all of that, uh, I think I said that, GBT, whatever. GPT. GPT, you know, you can, you can get the answer to any question you may have. And with that, I think guys are like, you know, they're, they're open to more things. And so, um, you know, I, but yeah, it is. It's it's great to see. It's great to see guys have other interests outside of basketball. Yeah. And uh, you know, Tobey's just an, you know one example. But you know, I, I think all of our guys kind of. Oh. Um, you know, you, you'd be surprised at what they're reading, what they're watching, what yeah. they're kind of studying, and what other interests they have as far as you know. Because even with the branding and all that stuff that's going on, like it makes sense to to have a have interest in other things. People talk a lot about specifying one sport, you know, and how that can be a bad thing for high schoolers. What does it say about him that, and his family, I guess, too, that in high school, obviously he didn't have a ton of big-time college basketball offers mm -hmm. coming, and it was, he was still very interested in all these other things academically, these different interests outside of sports completely. You know, what does that say about him and his family? Um, you know, what, what it tells me is that um, you know, they 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 kept 
the main thing, the main thing, which was education. And, you know, I, I think a lot of times, you know, families, they kind of see, they, they, they may see like, man, the dollar signs that come with athletics and not quite understand, like, it's hard to do. Like, to become a professional player is really hard. To become a high major Division One player, to become a Division One player is really hard to do. Yeah. And so they never let him lose focus on, like, look, man, this is about education. And if basketball happens to work out, great. But you'll still be able to get an academic scholarship. And you also have options based on your academics. You know, like having an Ivy League option as a basketball player is, like, huge. It's huge. And, you know, I, I know for him and his parents, it was a tough decision. Yeah. Like, do you go to Tennessee or do you go to Yale? Where, you know what I mean? Where yeah. that, that degree is going to work for you for the rest of your life. And Tennessee's a great, I mean, a great education, but you're talking Ivy League, and, right? And so, um, you know, he was fortunate enough in a position where he, he could make that decision. But had he not, um, you know, had the take care bins on the academic side, you know, he, it, it would have limited his selections. And, um, and so I, I think it speaks volume to him and his family. They kept the main thing the main thing, and he never got lost in it. He never got lost in, oh, man, I'm just going to play ball. I don't forget my books. Like, he always kept kept going in it. And, you know, I always thought, I always believe, and I, I still do and, and always will, like the best basketball players are smart. They're, they're smart. Like, they pick things up quickly. Don't have to be told things over and over again. Um, they're disciplined. A lot of high school stuff is just being disciplined doing your homework, getting it turned in every day. You know, you show me a guy that doesn't get his homework done, isn't a good high school student, and I'll, tell, I'll show you that same guy who is who, who, who doesn't reach his full potential. He may be a good player, yeah. but he'll never reach his full potential because he likes the discipline and everything that comes with and get, getting an education. And so for Toe, like, I have no doubt he's going to max out at what, what he has. Where, where does that mean he'll end up? I don't know, but I know he will max out because he has the discipline. He's a smart guy. He has IQ. Like all of that stuff, it, it, it matters. And that's stuff that we evaluate as coaches when we go through this recruiting process. You know, and you talk about fit, what fits it, like that, that fits us. Last thing I got for you, more of a macro question, and you touched on it a little bit earlier, but since you've been here probably longer than that, this program has been week in, week out, top 25 program. Largely because elite defensively, mm-hmm. and the offense has been up and down. Personnel-wise, it seems like y'all have made that an emphasis this year to get better uh, offensively. How do you mesh with that with players that aren't as you brought in really good offensively, maybe not quite to the standard defensively, and keep the defensive identity while getting all the good things that the offense personnel brings? Yeah, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the um, that that's that's gonna be the the, the key. That's gonna be the key. How, how how quickly can we get um, those guys up to speed defensively and improve in that area? And, um, I, you know, there's no magic wand. Yeah. You know, and, and here's the great thing about defense. Anybody can play deep. It's a mentality. It's, it's a want to. And I think the biggest thing is competitiveness. How competitive are you? If you're competitive, right, you, you, can, you, can, you can play defense. And so that's the beauty in it. And so I think you'll find a lot out about guys 
based on, you know, what level they can get to defensively. Now, there'll be some areas where, where maybe maybe from a physical standpoint, you can't blow up a screen. Or you can't do that. But for the most part, if you're a competitor, you're going to fight your tail off and, and, and try to not let somebody score. And, and if they do score, you're, 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 you're mad. You're, you're angry about it. And so that's that's all we want. You're not going to be perfect. Like, if you watched us last year, yeah, we're number one defense team in the country. But, you know, I can point out a million things that – maybe not a million. I can point out yeah. a handful of things that, like, I can say, man, we weren't really good at this on defense. I, I, I can point those things out. But at the end of the day, you know, we were competitive on that side of the basketball. And – a lot of times the competitiveness would, would, would win out. Justin, appreciate it. I guess just to start, what uh, what do you feel like you, you learned about your fit on this team and this team as a whole uh, in the Italy trip? Um, what did you say? Sorry. What do you feel like you learned about your fit on this team and maybe this team as a whole uh, on the Italy trip? Um, I mean, I kind of fit exactly how they told me I was going to be when I got recruited here and feel like we're doing really good. Just all bonding together. Italy was a big help as well. Yeah, how much easier did that trip kind of make? And maybe it was already easy. Yeah, you can hold that actually, yeah. Maybe it was already easy before, but just kind of fitting in uh, with the team naturally. You said what? How how much help was that Italy trip of being able to kind of ingratiate yourself on the team and the kind of coming together process for the new guys and the returning players? I mean, it was big. I mean, we got extra practice. We got uh, three games, obviously, to all play with each other. And obviously, it was just good to. I'll get on the court and play with each other. I know when you talked to us in July, you talked a lot about, you know, improving your defense and that being kind of a work in progress, you know, just how much growth do you feel like you've had from then to, from then to now? Uh, every day, I mean, I feel all the coaches will show me clips or just in the film room and just we're all just working on it. I mean, just working day progress, and the coaches say I'm getting better every day. How comfortable are you right now playing the fourth spot? Good. I'm just learning the spots. Uh, Coach Barnes wants me to learn one through four, and I got one through three down pretty good. Just learning that four spot. What have kind of been the challenges with learning that four spot? Uh, just kind of like learning like the spacing and stuff. Just learning wherever I need to get my spots. Is it more different or more of a challenge adjusting to playing four offensively or defensively? Uh, I would say it's just both. Just learning how to uh, obviously learn how to play that position just on both sides of the court. How would you describe Tobey's personality? Tobey's personality? Uh, goofy. Goofy? Or goofy. What makes him goofy? Uh, I would say just the way he uh, comes to the locker room, just he'll say something crazy and have everyone laughing. How different is his demeanor, his personality off the court from on the court? Uh, on the court, he's... I mean, he gets... He's angry right away. He plays like he's angry. We call him Hulk. He just plays angry. And then off the court, he's fine. I'm not surprised. He kind of has like a soft demeanor to him. Seems a bit quiet, but when he plays angry and stuff like that, did that take you by surprise the first time, or does it make sense now? Uh, Yeah, it caught me off surprise, but now it's just normal. So. Thanks. Um, you being one of the fifth years. Lose three starters. What's it been like since uh, obviously missed uh, the whole summer with yeah. this uh, shoulder injury? How good has it been to be healthy and be back out on the court? The, the, going through the injury makes you not take anything for granted. I mean, so you go into practices just knowing you feel good, man. It's it's been awesome. I mean, it's been 
last three to four weeks just grinding. I mean, I got thrown straight into the fire of preseason practice. Yeah. You know, no no conditioning from the summer, man. Just a straight. 100% reps, man. It's, but it's been it's been it's been awesome. I've really enjoyed it. Rick talked about it to us earlier that y'all had your first inter squad scrimmage on Saturday yeah. and like nine players from you talked about the conditioning. How how challenging <laughs> how challenging was that? Nah, so I mean it, it was you know that first wind is always rough and so you know I, I, the inner scrimmage was you know it's, it, I'd been practicing for like three weeks so I'd been working my way like back into shape because I mean you have no other option man I'm you're gonna get into <laughs> yeah. shape one way or another so. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad. It, there was at the end. You know, I mean, watching film, I'm like, man, I'm moving slow. I'm moving real slow. But um, you know, it's it's definitely a progression. So I'm excited to see see how much better I can get. Martin's also telling us about how you know the original plan was to retro you. They've kind of had to second guess that decision, trying to figure it out. What what do you think you've done to make that a conversation now? I've I've just I've just played my game. You know, basketball is the same sport from the time you start playing to the to when you when you when you're in college and in the pros, man. I mean, it's the same sport. The stages just get bigger and bigger. So I just you know go in compete, play play my game and and play it the right way. Don't try to do anything I'm not supposed to. You know, play my game and and show show what I can add add to the team. You know, missing a whole summer is tough, man. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a lot of a lot of conditioning and a lot of a lot of time being with the with um in the game with guys, you know, learning how people play. It's a lot of time missing, so it's just kind of um just taking those mental reps during the summer and, and, and incorporating them into the into the live and games of scrimmages and practices and you know. Um it's you know, it's just go and play your game. That's the best way I can say it. This might be kind of the same thing, but what is your game and how can you help us? Okay. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm a lot bigger of a guy for the 3 4 position, you know, and I feel like I can guard 1 through 5. So when I'm playing defense, I, I switch, making life a lot easier for, my, for the guards, you know, giving them breaks and, you know, um, and, and still being able to block shots. Um, and then on the offensive side, I, I think I'm a very, very good passer for, for my position and. and can and my game is is progressing in, in the in the post and you know and, and stretching stretching some of those taller guys out. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the, the way you've kind of worded things, it makes it sound like you're embracing whatever role yeah. you can have. Yeah. It's not forcing things offensively. Yeah. How from transitioning from high school? I know you went Lincoln County, yeah. which you probably played a lot of really good competition, but. Yeah. From going from one of, the, one of the best players on your team to yeah. embracing a small role, is that a challenge? You know, it's, it's it's not really, man. I mean, if the goal the goal is to go pro for every, for every guy, and you know, everybody's everybody's got to embrace some sort of role. You know, I mean, even even in my high school, I mean, you said I went to Lincoln County, the number one high school in the country. You know, yeah. I mean, we had we had five guys that were at, that like who started, who were all high four star guys. You know, yeah. I mean, and my, my you know another guy here, Cam Carr, was one of those guys. Yeah. So we all had to accept a role in some sort of fashion. You know, um, but. Being being here, just just playing your game. I mean, you don't you don't get to pick your role. So just play your game, and and your role can change. I mean, guys guys get hurt, guys guys get um, sick. You know, I mean, um, so you know, just rolling with the punches, and you know, just just playing your game is the best way is the best way to do that. Why did you decide to go to Link Academy for your senior year? <laughs> Man, you know, just I, I mean, I grew up grew up in Alabama, went to high school in Alabama, and you know, high school basketball in Alabama isn't the biggest thing in the world yeah. you know I, my junior year I missed like 20 games um, with a broken foot and then and then won a state championship won the state championship MVP all that stuff you know so had accomplished a lot in my high school career um, 
and was like, what, what's the next step? Like, my, what are my goals? What, what's the next step that aligned with those goals? And that next step was um, going prep school or, or national high school, whatever, whatever yeah. people call it. Um, and so that was, that was the next step. And it just so happens that that Link Academy had reached out and um, recruited me. Um, and so I'm looking, looking back on it, you know, it was not an easy decision to skip your senior year of high school and move away from home. Yeah. But, um, man, it was, it, was, it was a great decision and something I don't regret at all. How would you describe this guy over here as personality? <laughs> Tobes, Tobes a fun guy, man. You know, he's, he seems serious. He seems, I mean, he's jacked as can be, man. He seems scary. Man, he's, he's, he's awesome. I, I love that dude, man. He's, he's, he's as good as they get. All right. Shit, kid. I appreciate you, man. Oh, tough one. <laughs> tough. Hey, the, the returning players always feel the need to reintroduce myself, but wait, you know, after as bad as that handshake, oh, away, I appreciate yeah, you. I appreciate you. No, it was. I'm all time bad at, at the handshakes. <laughs> COVID's thrown me off with the fist bump. I never know. Never know what to do. Very um, true. Where would you say you're at confidence level right now compared to a year ago? Uh, pretty high. I think now. I think I'm playing with a little bit more intent. Um, greater knowledge of sort of what we're doing as a you know within the system offensively and defensively so I think I'm sort of able to be more assertive in both ends of the floor defensively didn't seem like you played a ton of five at least on that end of the court mm-hmm. last year uh, with just the personnel it seems like that's something you're gonna have to do a lot more this year how mm-hmm. have you grown there uh, during the preseason over the summer and what are kind of the areas you still see yourself needing to improve I think that um playing overseas they had some pretty big guys like uh, Turkey had a I think seven one seven two guy uh, China had a guy that was like seven four so I think that was that was that was definitely a test um, I, you know I, I, I think I definitely held my own during those games um, I bet then also here like playing against a guy like Jonas who's yeah. really skilled uh, who has a great finesse game but also has got has definitely gotten stronger and will try to power up you as well I think that's been a great test during practice um, and then you know JP Cade guys with size uh, who can move I think that's been uh, helpful as well how much have you added to your offensive repertoire this offseason uh, I think it's just being more conf- more confident more poised um, knowing sort of when to kick the ball out um, you know when to take certain shots uh, when I'm open when I'm not things like that um, and sort of trying to do that you know sort of within the system and then knowing like if it's things like a broken play knowing when to sort of Get to whatever move is you know necessary. In that. To other guys that you're I guess to start, but, just uh, really how beneficial was uh, the Italy trip for this team as a whole and kind of team building? Uh, very beneficial. Uh, off the court, we we gelled together like no other. I mean, it was just a great place to be, beautiful place, and then just with great people too as well. Just get the build on the court, and then we finally got to play other competition other than ourselves. So that was just really great for us. How enjoyable is that in the off season? I mean, you guys go from May, June to November without seeing anybody but yourself. How much more fun is it to face somebody else? It's great. I mean, especially when you're doing it out the country too. So this is like my second time being out the country besides the Bahamas. So this is a wonderful experience. Like I'm just truly blessed to really have the opportunity. What have been kind of the points of emphasis in your game this offseason? Uh, definitely trying to score the ball more, being more aggressive, being more of an aggressive threat from the court. Because last year I feel like I was labeled more of a like a defensive threat, so now I have to change that narrative and that scouting report on What specific areas offensively? Uh, definitely more catching and shooting the ball from the perimeter. Uh, definitely trying to get to my spots like mid range shots, like you know turning the face and those type of things like that. Definitely the high release, been working on that a lot too. I think some of 
uh, Tobey, how would you how would you describe his personality? Uh, Tobey, oh, he's got to get the norm at first. When I first met him, I thought he was just quiet, really laid back kind of guy, but when you just uh, get to be around him and stuff like, he's really cool. He's really good people. He's like he's like a he's like a brother, uh, man. Gotta love him. How fun is the dynamic between the two of you? I mean, obviously he's got the goofy side, but a little quiet outwardly, and you're very you know charismatic. Uh, you you would never here, think like he's actually control. really hilarious. Like he says the the funniest <laughs> things like yeah, just out of nowhere. So like you, it'll just have you by surprise. But like it, it's just fun being out there with him. I think the team social media account like tweeted out either on the trip or before the trip. Like he's reading like Russian literature. Like how much do you see him kind of expanding his horizons from an academic level? Uh, actually, a lot because I he he does a lot of things that like. I know I personally would not be doing or like just feel like I just could not do but he, he's a really he's a really smart individual for sure I'd definitely give him that is there anything about maybe this question more for him but is there anything about being driven in that way that you know kind of translates to the basketball court uh not really sure. I don't want to speak for yeah, him, so yeah yeah I, I, I really, yeah I really don't know what is uh what stood out about the two the two transfers Jordan and uh, Dalton uh they they can both score the ball like really really well. We I played Jordan my freshman year. Yeah. We we knew we could score the ball really well. Then I always like kind of I always saw him get posted on ESPN and stuff a lot. Too. Yeah. Just like you know he's like a really good scorer in this conference. And then uh, Dalton DK he's 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 a really good scorer. He's six eight six nine. He can just do everything. He's like a, a white chocolate for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I just like describe him. So he can do everything anything on the court. Really great three level scorer. Obviously, your first two years here, y'all have been consistent top 25 team because y'all are elite defensively, and then it's kind of been up and down offensively. It feels like the personnel is built more to be a better offensive team this year. Have you seen that in practice? Oh, most definitely. Uh, even when we played in Italy, too, we scored. We put up numbers, so yeah. that was definitely good to see. And definitely when we play against each other, too, like we're always scoring the ball, so it seems like we can't really miss versus each other because we can really score the ball. So I'm definitely excited to see where it's going to take us this season. Is it challenging to try, I mean, you mentioned yourself, growing your offensive game has been a big emphasis of, as a team as a whole and you personally, improving offensively but keeping that defensive identity? Uh, I mean, defense builds offense at the end of the day. We're always going to have that defensive uh, DNA because that's just engraved within Tennessee. So with defense, it's going to come great offense. So we're not worried about the defense at all. That's always going to be there. All right, Jonas, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay, First and foremost, uh, what's the personality of this team? Uh, a lot of different guys coming in. Uh, other guys have uh, have said that it's a it's a big goofball kind of group. It <laughs> it's really kind of snowballs into each other. What, what have you seen from that? Yeah, I would, I would exactly say the same thing. We're, we're a really goofy team, but when we get on the court, we're all, we're all about business. But, yeah. But off the court, man, we do nothing but laugh. Whether, whether it's 8 in the morning, 6 in the morning, 10 o'clock at night, 8 o'clock at night, no matter what, once we go in that locker room or we're off the court, all funny games. Sure. I've never heard anybody ask you this. I'm sure maybe somebody else has. What are some of your favorite tattoos that you have? What's some of the stories behind those? My favorite tattoo, uh, I'll say this one. This is, my, this, this is my mom's name. Well, her nickname is what I call her, Mano. It says Mano's son. And uh -huh. it's, it's a basketball, but we know how to spalding. Yeah. It's, it's, like it's kind of the arc. Yeah, it's the arc. It's the arc and it's the same font. And it says Mano's. And then where the NBA logo is, okay. it says son. So that's that's probably one of my favorite ones. And another one right here is uh, the New York State, like New York City, 
And these are the two streets that I grew up on, Davidson Street and Studley Street. Yeah. And I grew up on Davidson and Wandinch. And then this is the 495 uh, Interstate. This is the L.I.E. Uh-huh. Uh, interstate. Number five down there? Number five, yeah. yeah. Has number five always been yours? Yeah, I've, I've always worn number five. I stopped once I got to... I was transferred to high school in New Jersey, uh-huh. and the player, last player to wear, I could, they was going to retire his jersey yeah. before I got there. Yeah. So I, I couldn't wear it. So that was, the, <laughs> that was the only time that I I didn't wear five. But besides that, yeah, I've worn five. Did it come life. from a, a specific player, a, a, a thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really say so, but yeah. my mom, she like, she likes the number five. So, uh, I mean, I, I've always liked that number two. Yeah. So it's just always stuck with me. Five is just, I always feel like five fits me. Okay, there you go. Speaking of, uh, you know, maybe maybe guys in the NBA or whatever, are there any players that, that you watch the next level, either past or present, that, that you kind of model your game after, or just guys that you love watching play the game at a really high level? Yeah. Uh, I like to watch a lot of uh, Darius Garland, uh, Trey Young. I like I like a lot of Kemba Walker. And even after speaking with Kemba Walker and him giving me just a few pointers, you know, I feel like uh, that that's somebody I watch a lot. What was that like? When did that get to happen? Yeah, well, my dad is friends with his brother. And I remember I had played in a park in New York, and I didn't know that was his brother. And the team, <laughs> the team was called Team Kemba too. So <laughs> coincidence. And and later in the day, I didn't. I had a couple missed calls, and I just didn't. I didn't answer the phone. And my dad, he kept like he texted me. He's like, "Yo, it's Kemba. Like it's Kemba on the phone." So I called him back right away. No kidding. And we was just on the phone. He's just giving me a few pointers, just like letting me know that everything's everything is possible. Like don't let don't let anybody just tell me that. I can't do something as long as I put the work in, I can do anything. This might be kind of a weird question, but do you see ways that that maybe playing that street ball, right, playing in the park, do you see ways that that's helped you all the way up to playing up here in college, even in a you know a giant arena like this? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Because I feel like I feel like the crowd, because the crowds in New York are brutal. They, okay. And if you're somebody that that has a name and they don't think you're as good as you are, they're gonna let you know that. They'll let and, you know. And they're not gonna let you know with the nice words too. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna let you know what, how they how they really feel. Yeah. So I feel like that that has helped me a lot. Like playing in front of big crowds, whether it's a, when it's on the road, I feel no pressure or anything. Nothing nothing like that ever bothers me. So I feel I'd like also that me maybe imagine that there's a semblance of you know you got to be tough to yeah. play out there, and then you know you come over here to SEC basketball. It's a it's a tough game as well and a tough conference. Yeah, definitely because we got some we got some really good guards, really good players. So if you're not tough, they just gonna it's gonna bully you and it's not gonna be pretty. Speaking of tough, you've obviously had to have been pretty tough over the last eight, nine months or whatever. Well, what's kind of that process been? And maybe more importantly, I guess we've heard that a little bit, but what, what's what been going on in your head, you know, through all that time? You, you got to kind of watch the SEC tournament, the NCAA tournament, got to watch everything happen through the offseason, getting to back out on the court a little bit. What's What's been your mindset through all of this? Yeah, my mindset, for for me personally, I've just always told myself, like, I, I can get through it. Like, I'm not going to tell myself I can't get through something. Uh, thing, things might be tough. Things might not go my way how I always wanted to go. But no matter what, if I put my mind to it, I, I know I can get, I can get through it. Is there any kind of an antsy feeling? A little bit of fire in the belly building up near as we really start to get close to the season? Definitely, Shaking your head, big yes. Yeah, definitely. I just got chills when you asked me that, and and I just, I just can't wait to get back out there on the court and just, just get back in front of all nations and give them back the thanks. Yeah. What can we expect to see from the team on the court this year? And maybe, actually, I'll stop there and ask the next one as a follow-up. Yeah, I feel like uh, everybody's going to see uh, – we're going to see a really good team. We're a really good offensive team. We can we got score the ball. We can see a team that can go so many so many different lineups. And we go small ball. We can have a big lineup. We can, we can do it all, I feel like. And we're going we're gonna to surprise a lot of people and, and make a lot of people happy. 
I don't want to make a comparison because I think that comparison is a thief of joy, but what kind of separates this team maybe a little bit from other teams that you've been on here at the past? Maybe kind of gives this team a little bit of an X factor or just a, a different spark from these guys. Yeah, I feel like uh, our depth, our depth is something that is really huge. We could, we have, we have a bunch of guys that can play. So when we and we as a team have spoken to, spoken about it, like hey, when the season comes, it's all about winning, no matter what. You can, uh, whether you go for playing twenty game, twenty minutes a game, the next game you might play two minutes, and that's what's if that's what's best for the team. We all got to live with it. And we all got to be happy with it. And, I feel like everybody on this team understands that and, and will definitely be happy with that. Cool. I love it. I mean, just showing my personality wherever I go, so I just be myself. I mean, I just be myself. That's really all to it. Has that been you from day one? Just yeah, even even outside of sports, just whether it be whatever else, always with an energetic personality? Uh, I, I feel like I kind of picked it up like throughout middle school and high school. I wasn't really talking like that really doing the most when I was a kid I was more laid back and really quiet but now I don't know where I really got it from but it just happened yeah, but, yeah. so what has this summer been like for you guys uh, is there is there any nervousness maybe not nervousness but is there any anxiousness and kind of right being here on the cusp of the season with it being only about a month or so away uh definitely anxious I mean we're all ready to get on the court and ready to uh, compete against other teams you know we compete against each other like every day since the summer and now in the fall too so we're just ready to get out there and show everybody what we got what have you been kind of doing maybe on your own to, or I guess, what's that like? Obviously, you guys get a lot of work here together as a team, but then maybe you get some work on your own. How does that go about, and, and what kind of goes into maybe some of those workouts? Uh, we probably split up with some of the coaches, GAs, and managers, stuff like that, and just, like, touch on things we need to work on with our game. So, like, for me, I would say, like, I've been definitely working on, like, my post game, like trying to turn face, get those shots up, and definitely uh, doing a lot of catch-and-shoot threes. What's kind of the, I guess we talked about it a second ago with you, but what's kind of the personality of this team? You guys have a lot of new players on the team from a lot of different places. What's been the personality that you've seen off the court? It's hard to explain because we could be really serious, but we're really funny all the time. I mean, like, we're going to get the job done on the court, but off the court, we all just laughs and giggles, just having a great time. We're just like one big happy family. Yeah, that's great. Um... So I'd imagine that a bunch of the new guys that are on the team have impressed in different ways. But have you guys seen anything from from anybody in specific that's really kind of caught your eye or caught your attention? I mean, everybody. I mean, I'm just happy that everybody's coming into their own. Like everybody's getting comfortable with the system. All the all the new guys. I mean, no one has disappointed. So we're just ready to see how they do on the court with us. Speaking of getting comfortable in the system, Tobey Waka going from year one to year two. He he put in a lot of work, especially on the international route this spring. What what have you seen from him, and what kind of expectations are you looking for out of your teammate from? Again, that freshman year to the sophomore year jump. Uh, he's definitely gained a lot of confidence, so he's he's definitely ready to show everybody what he's got. We we all believe in him as a whole team, and like we know what he can do on the court. So it's just a matter of time when we get on the court with him. That's just it's just going to show everybody what he can do. Do you feel like you guys, you two, and specifically, do you work together on the court well and in sync? I, I feel like we absolutely do. Nice, That's very nice. good. Thank you, guys. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Appreciate it, Grant. <clears throat> going on how, how are you feeling about the the new season coming up just kind of uh are there any jitters coming in and and you know being right on the precipice of starting this whole thing out uh not really i think it's just more excitement um you know just getting back in the groove of things um getting closer and closer is it's exciting for me and you know i kind of can't wait to see how this team gels the, this season
What is kind of the, from from your guys' standpoint, what, what's this personality of this team, right? Even off the courts, so in the yeah. locker room, outside of the program, what what do you see from some of the new guys? Where's the personality? Um, I think it's very light. Um, I think we joke around a lot. We, we've definitely gotten to know each other um, on different levels. Um, but I, I think we keep things very light, very playful um, all the time. So I think that's really the main thing with us and how we how we come together as a team. From the Italy video, it looked like Jonas might be sort of the class clown. Is that true? Are there any other guys that fit that role? Um, yeah, no, Jeff, Jonas is definitely a class clown. I think for sure. Uh, another guy, Josiah, is secretly a class clown. Okay. He loves to play. I, I, honestly, all the guys on the team have their moments of just being really goofy. Yeah. And I think Jonas just catches it more on camera. But if you were to just <laughs> you just were to be around us for a whole day, you would see how many guys would really really are jokesters and, and goofballs so so it almost funny. it almost kind of feeds off of each other it definitely in, does in snowball effect it definitely yeah. does it wow. definitely does just it, some people do it more on camera than others <laughs> that makes sense especially with that with with those international mm. videos i'm sure you guys saw what so with that personality with the with kind of the snowball effect of, of people coming together have you seen the development of, of some of the, the the newcomers onto the team and kind of how they've been able to mesh Coach Barnes said today in his press conference, he, he said, you know, the, the older guys have done a really good job of bringing them along. What have you guys seen from that? Um, they've, I think they picked up things pretty quickly. Um, I think they made it easy on us, um, made our job easy to try and get them to, you know, kind of figure out the ins and outs of Tennessee on the court and off the court. But I think they, they were bought in, and it made it easy for us to really let them know how stuff was going to be. And, you know, they were – <clears throat> they were kind of harder from the beginning, and I think they were excited from the jump. So um, it just kind of meshed well perfectly for us. I'm sure they've all kind of impressed you in different ways, but has anybody done a, a certain thing that you that you've seen a flash from, seen a spark from that that has stood out on the court? Yeah, um, I think just shooting. I think shooting is probably the main thing. Just uh, pretty much every every guy on this team can shoot, and I, I know I say that just because this is the team. But I've been in the practice. I've been playing against them. And I, pretty much every guy can shoot on this team. And I think from the newcomers, that's the main thing that I feel like is, I'm the most confident in is their three-point shooting ability and shot creation ability. So um, I think that's important coming into this season. Okay, so, oh, go ahead. So you, you talk about three-point shooting right there. I, I think Rick said during his press conference a minute ago that, you know, maybe you did a scrimmage the other day, nine guys, 10 guys or so, but 20 of 41, 20 of 42 from three-point range. Do you, th do you see that being a... Uh, uh, a big vantage point for this team. Do you, th do you think that is a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, an advantage, a skill? Uh, definitely. I think guy, most guys on the team have about one or two shooters that they go to. And, you know, if their shot's not falling, then you look for other options. But because we have guys that are versatile and we have a lot of guys that can shoot that three ball, um, it just leaves us so many options and so many, um, you know, different lineups to really look forward to um, this season. And, Pretty much, like I said, every guy can shoot on this team, so you never know who's going to be open. It just it opens up the gaps for guys who want to drive and get to the basket because they have to guard the three-point line. Yeah. Who are some of the guys that, that – are there anybody from maybe NBA that from past or present that you look to, that you like to watch, that you maybe even model your game after a little bit? Uh, definitely Drew Holiday. Um, I think for me that's just one guy that I really want to – peak myself at. Um, I watched Drew Holiday. I watched a little bit of Donovan Mitchell on the offensive end and just seeing how aggressive he is to get into the paint. But mainly, mainly Drew Holiday, um, a lot of Bruce Brown, um, just how they're able to get to the basket, how they're able to facilitate, be kind of that guy that can do it all. Um, and I think that's important for me to be on this team, just that versatile guy that can 
pretty much put everybody in the positions that they need to be in to score and just being that rebound, hustle guy, defender. Um, if I need to get a bucket, I can get a bucket. If I need a pass, I can pass, pushing in transition, just doing everything that the team is needed no matter what, just being that big, versatile guard um, yeah. like Drew Holiday and, you know, Bruce.